Hello and welcome to the Reiki Women Podcasts. And today I have a snapshot of the lovely Linda Crabtree. Now, Linda lives in Massachusetts and she works with animals a lot. And I think maybe specifically horses, but she's going to tell us more about all of that. And uh, she has a business called Circle of Peace. And today she'd like to tell us a little bit about what drew her to the system of Reiki. So Linda, what did draw you to the system of Reiki? Thank you, Bronwyn. It's an honor to be here with you. I appreciate it. Um, Well, there's a couple of things. Um, I'm, first of all, I'm passionate about offering Reiki to equines because I taught therapeutic horseback riding um, for 10 years. And so that, the therapy horses hold a really big place in my heart. So that's one of the, that's, uh, that's what drew me to Reiki was, was because of that. And then also um, I have a really big passion about teaching others about Reiki so that they can uh, deepen their relationship with the animals in their life. So those are the, there's, those are the two reasons why I'm so passionate about um about Reiki, it's about offering it and it's about teaching it. Yeah, so it was way back in um, 2000. So I was volunteering at a therapeutic writing center and I was working in the corporate world. Um, And the barn owner owner said, um, why don't you become a therapeutic writing instructor? And I was thinking, huh? okay, well, I love horses and I love helping people because I volunteered, you know, growing up and stuff. So I was like, well, that's a no brainer. I will switch careers and I will become a therapeutic writing instructor. So I had to start my learning process, right? So as part of that, I went to a regional conference um, in Maine, and this would have been in 2001. Um, And I went there to learn more about the, um, it's now called equine assisted services. So I wanted to learn more about that industry and to meet people, right? Because it's the beginning of my teachings and um, they had human Reiki going on in one of the rooms. And I knew about Reiki because a friend of mine is a Reiki practitioner and she'd actually um, given me Reiki on my finger a couple of times. So I participated in that. And then we were hanging outside And there were a lot of people milling about in this big open area at the barn. And there is this horse just standing there, like totally calm, head down, eyes soft, hind end, hind leg cocked. And there was a woman standing next to this this horse with her hands on the horse's shoulder. And I remember thinking in my mind, wow, whatever that woman is doing with that horse, I want to be able to offer that to that horse, to horses. And so I asked the woman standing next to me, I said, what is that woman doing? And, you know, doing, and she said, Reiki. And I'm like, okay. So um, in the next few months, I took a level one, you know, I was continuing my therapeutic writing teachings and I took a level one class. And so I started offering Reiki, you know, to my own animals here at home and to the horses where I volunteered, right? Um, and then, you know, fast forward three or four years later, I'm, you know, I'm still a therapeutic writing instructor. I took my level two 
And then I got my very own first, my very own horse at age 40. And we had different ideas on what we wanted from each other. I wanted this horse in my, I wanted a horse in my pocket, lovey-dovey, and he was a real workhorse. So, um, but he taught me about, he, he, he took me out on trail rides, so he was my teacher. We didn't have much of a connection though, other than that. And then after a couple of years, he started to become lame after our rides and his left knee hurt. So instead of riding, I was like, well, how can I help him? And I was like, oh yeah, I can offer him Reiki, right? So I started offering him Reiki and we, he was able to settle in that space with me. And that's where we connected. That's where our relationship deepened. That's where we became closer was during that quiet time where he was relaxing and healing and we were just being with each other and not doing anything. So that's when it came to me where I said to myself, okay, now I wanna become a Reiki teacher because if I can help others to find a relationship or deepen a relationship with their animal like I have with my horse, then I want to be able to offer that. So then I took my level three Reiki training and teacher training and um, started my own business in 2007. And then three years later, I retired from being a therapeutic riding instructor because I wanted to focus on the equines. Um, so now my focus is with equines in the equine assisted services. So I, so back in 2010, I started attending regional conferences and national conferences and state meetings to bring out the awareness of Reiki. Because you know, with animals, it hasn't been out there that long. And so I was going to these different meetings and conferences and talking about Reiki and informing people about Reiki and its benefits and demonstrating with the equines. And um, so I did that for years and years. And now I continue to offer Reiki to the therapy horses and I offer my services at a discount. And then when I teach Reiki at therapeutic at equine assisted services centers, then I offer the staff and volunteers discounts for the classes. Um, and there was one year at a regional conference, I actually taught a Reiki class for free um, to the staff and volunteers because I really wanted to, I really wanted them to like get involved with the Reiki. Um, and one of them is still my student. Um, so that's my, that's my story from the year 2000 to now. And I do offer Reiki to all animals and I love to do that. My heart goes out to the therapy horses because they work really, really hard. So I do as much as I can for them. Um, so that's my, that's my story. Nice. Well, I was wondering when you talk about equines, it, do you mean horses or is there more to it than that? Well, with equines, you've got donkeys and you've got mules. So <laughs> I, go, I go back and forth because some, some therapy centers do have donkeys 
and they do have, you know, so I don't want to exclude them. So I kind of go back and forth between equines and horses. Yeah, absolutely. And do you feel then that since you started, and I'm sure there's a yes to this, but but there's probably a bit more too, but that since you started to what's happening today in that world of um, therapy horses and, and even just in horse riding, for example, that people are more aware of the system of Reiki and uh, the benefits of it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I, I, they're also more aware of the well-being of the equine in general right over the years. So uh, about their care and their, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical state. So Reiki is absolutely one of those, one of those modalities that um, people are more aware of and helping their horses with. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Because, well, I um, got two horses, one for myself, one for my child, probably about 10 years ago, or maybe, yeah, about 10 years ago. And um, the horses were very young and they also came from a bad background, which I wasn't really aware of at the time. But um, I was advised to to work with them in a certain way when I first got them because they were too young uh, to be ridden, for example, and they needed to grow up and they needed, you know, they needed a lot of love because they'd come from Mm -hmm. this bad um, background. And uh, one of them particularly was uh, had been sort of abused. So uh, what I was told to do by this old horse riding trainer um, and was that I had to every day just uh, um, tie them up, brush them, be with them. Yeah. But I'm also a Reiki practitioner. Yeah. So also do Reiki with them. He didn't tell me to do that, but you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And every day he said, so for three months you do that, then you bring them back. Yeah. So for th- so I did exactly that for three months every day. I would tie them up on their little elastic sort of little. They had these hanging elastic things that I had between trees, and and I'd give them a brush and I'd sit with them and I'd hold oh. the space with them and we'd be together. And uh, it was a really beautiful thing. I mean, I've always found just the smell of horses to be oh. so potent, and there's something in it that makes everything inside of me feel really grounded and connected and really mm-hmm. beautiful. So, and, and I did that every day for three months and then uh, took the horses back to him. And he was, he said to me, what did you do to these horses? <laughs> He's like, this is amazing. They are just so, you know, connected and, and wanting to be with us and, uh, you know, moving through their issues that, that, that they'd had so quickly and uh, I said, I said, well, I just sort of did what you said, you know. <laughs> but it is that thing of opening up and and just being with them energetically and allowing that that uh, being in that that space together was um, so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's they're such sensitive beings, you know, because they have that fight or flight instinct, right? You know, they're looking out for that predator. And so they're so sensitive to the energies that are around them. Um, So even holding a space without hands-on, because I practice, um, I know that you had talked with Kelly a few months ago, and um, I too also practice um, 
the let animals lead method where you where you hold that quiet space you go into meditation and they step into it and it's it's amazing you know how um how they just they step into that space and they're able to relax with it you know just like you were saying after three months with the two horses that you have you know um so yeah horses just they their sensitivities really um the sessions can just be so powerful yeah and it sort of teaches us doesn't it as well because I mean, we're all animals and humans have all these words and everything that, that we let get in our way and also, you know, our very active minds. Um, and sometimes we don't go back into that. You know, like I was saying, when you smell it, it's like, it's like you move into that animal world. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we experience that, uh, it reminds us, like when we're with horses in that way, for example, it reminds us of how we can be together as well. That, you know, you were talking about um, just sitting in that space, being, mm. you know, just, just sensing that connection. And uh, that's how we are with each other, but we're not really recognising it. And the more consciousness that we bring to that, I think that... Uh, the more that we can remember our connections with one another. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's funny because I, uh, every two weeks, um, I go to the therapeutic writing center that I worked at for five years. And um, I offer Reiki and or acupressure to two horses, the barn manager, you know, she'll either ask me which horses or she'll say this horse, you know, has been worked a lot this week. Can you spend time with this horse or whatever? And it's so funny because she'll say, we always know when you're in the barn because it becomes so, because the Reiki energy just permeates, right? And it just creates the stillness in the barn. And they were like, we love it when you come in here and offer Reiki to the horses because the whole barn just transcends transcends mm-hmm. into this quiet healing space. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And so then everyone can connect. You know, it does. It reminds us that we're all one. We're all connected, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful note to finish on, Linda. Thank you so very much. Um, Thank you. I really appreciate um, having a chat with you, especially about horses. Yes. Oh. No. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you. And uh, a big kiss your way. Thank you.